Hey, long time no speak at you. It is Jacqueline Kitzman. This is the Awaken Tarot podcast. Thank you, thank you for giving me last week um, off of no I uh, of no recording. It's it's so funny because I don't people don't I don't you know people don't realize how busy Gabe's and my schedules are. Like we do not get any time to ourselves really during the week. Um, and then Gabe gets Saturdays to do some of his music stuff, and I get Sundays to do all podcast stuff. So. Gabe has essentially four hours on Saturday to do his music or to go out or do whatever. And then I have Sundays and I could do whatever on a Sunday. But typically I'm spending that time. uh, I take my everything shower that day. Um, I do tarot. I start stuff for Patreon. I get, you know, I schedule my readings. A lot of readings happen on Sundays. And so like my free time is actually like I'm not Like, I love doing tarot. I love doing the podcast. I don't have a lot of free time. So it was really special for me last week to Gabe did the Patreon post with astrology and I got to just um, or and I did a I did a bonus episode for Patreon as well. But I uh, I got to just hang out on Sunday with like Evie and Gabe and we got to go to the zoo and. Um, we got to just relax and I got to read a little bit. I never just get to like read during the day and um, got some laundry done. I don't know. It was just like it was very nice. And so thank you all for your understanding and your patience. I very much appreciate that. Um, current events this week. Uh, we still have a war in Ukraine. There is still a women led revolution happening in Iran. Tensions between China, Taiwan and the U.S. are still tensions ten, it's still tensiony um and of course in the u.s we have widespread hateful legislation happening specifically against the trans community some of the worst offenders are states like arkansas michigan um florida i my heart goes out to any lgbtqia plus person living in florida right now what a scary fucking time to live in fucking Florida. Um, Ron DeSantis, eat dirt. I don't know. I. This is why, you know, like vote, help people get registered to vote, help them vote, help, you know, call your representatives. You don't know who they are. I will. I will figure out who they are. I will write you a script. I will do whatever it takes to help. Um because it's a, it's a scary time and if you are trans right now and you are living in Florida or Tennessee or any red state or literally anywhere in the US right, US right now even if you're in like California or Colorado or, or you know some place like that that's typically more progressive like it's a scary fucking time people who are just suddenly without access to gender affirming care people who are worried about their children um, being taken away from them if they're visiting Florida or even if they're, you know, if they're living in Florida, the people who are stuck in Florida because they literally do not have the money to get the fuck out or the resources to get the fuck out. Um, it's a scary time. It's it's a scary time for so many people. And, you know, um, we have to vote, but it's not enough just to tell people to go vote. We have to help people. We have to help people vote. People who are disabled and can't stand in line for that long without water or sitting or people who just have anxiety about it, people who need to register but don't know how, people who are new to an area and they don't know where anything is, people who don't have cars, people who are elderly, people who are in college and don't know what they're doing or this is their first time voting. Like it is so important to help, you know, and of course like rampant fucking voter suppression happening specifically all across the South, Um, you know, like vote, yes, vote well, be educated, 
but and, and and wield that right that we still have to vote in this incredibly capitalistic hellscape that is America, but also help other people have the right to vote and to vote well. Um, talk to people if you're safe to do so. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said about the fucking stupidity that is the Electoral College, but right now that's what we've got and we need everybody's vote to help with that. And there are a lot of people who are trying to stop a lot of people from voting. So it's very important to not just say go vote, but also to literally find ways to help stop voter suppression. Um, It is equally just as important as voting. So one of the hardest things about current events is that I don't have a lot of advice. I just have a lot of like empathy and I can help find your representatives i can help write you scripts i can tell you who to call how to call what to do but i can't do more than that i can vote i can help people vote but like my heart just fucking goes out to the trans people in our communities right now those who feel stuck or who who are scared who are who have suddenly no longer have access to the gender affirming care that they need to make them feel like the person that they know that they are Um, my heart is just fucking with you. My heart is with you. And please know that like, I don't, I mean, like it's such a little comfort that a person that like, just like talks into your little ear box, like is thinking of you and cares about you and is seeing and acknowledging it. Like it's a little, it's a little thing, but I can't, I can do that. Um, I can donate what little money, extra money I have to things like the Trevor project or to other, you know, other organizations that are helping fight these anti-trans legislation. I can be vocal on my podcast. I can be a listening ear and I can help fight voter suppression as well as use my vote. And I can bring awareness to candidates and politicians that are, are safe, who are progressive and safe and who care about the transgender community. Um, it just all feels so small though, in comparison to the absolute fear and anxiety and grief and just know that my heart is with you and I'm doing whatever I can to help and there are there are thousands of other people who see you and believe you and are with you and who stand with you um it's a small consolation I know but just know that like this is awful and you are seen um yeah that's current events. Um, thank you all for the um, kind words about the last episode that I did two weeks ago where we talk about current events and empathy. Um, that it was a very polarizing episode. I know people either really, really loved it or they really, really did not like it. And I understand. And thank you all for any of your um, words on that, whether it was constructive or complimentary or just downright letting me know you didn't appreciate it whatever it is thank you for that um i am going to talk this week about the ace of wands which is the card that i pulled two weeks ago and then never got to because i cried my way through a whole episode of uh that podcast episode um i do want to talk about the ace of wands and i is this our last ace no i think this is the third ace which leaves one more ace to go through i'm turning my phone on do not disturb because my friend my friendies over here are um texting me about book series and about life accomplishments so i'm gonna savannah and robin i'm just gonna mute you guys for a minute here um so i can focus on the podcast thing um 
we're going to talk about the Ace of Wands. So in the Ace of Wands, let's break down the imagery real quick, okay? Um, you've got that Fey hand coming out of the clouds, and they're holding the wand up like a wand. And the wand has little leaves coming out of it, and there are some leaves that are falling to the ground. Um, those leaves are meant to represent yodes. I believe yodes play a significant role in each of the cards in the Aces. Um, yodes are, it's a letter in the Hebrew alphabet, I believe. I could have that wrong. But essentially what it is, is it means like God touched or faith or word of God or something like that. Um, and the, the hand is up and the card is mostly beige, um, but underneath um, you can see kind of like a castle in the background on some like grassy hills and like a little stream or river that goes through the land. Everything's very green. Um, almost like the wand in this card is meant to be like the sun. Um, like it, it, it's kind of shining out over the land. So let's talk about... First off, let's kind of like just touch on the suit of wands really quick. The suit of wands is the suit of creativity, of instinct, of passion, lust, sex, friendship, excitement, creativity. I might have said that twice now. It's fair. Obviously, creativity is very important. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of these like Maslow's hierarchy of needs type suit of like what our instincts are telling us we need, like um, the, the drive to feel hung you know like that feeling of hunger you get like that's your instinct kicking in being like okay wands um the wands is also like very promethean very greek mythology based and this idea that prometheus the titan went to mount olympus and stole some fire to bring to the humans so that the humans could actually like live and industrialize themselves without fire they could not have progressed as a society that's kind of like the story of prometheus prometheus was then punished for doing that um which was sad but essentially, like what fire does is that when we discovered fire, we were able to stay warm and survive winters. We were able to cook food. We were able to really kind of thrive in a shelter. We were able to see in the dark. We were able to keep things away that were harmful to us. We were able to create other things like tools or weapons or um that created other tools and created other weapons, like basically start from the ground up. And fire was integral to that experience so the suit of wands is important because it's kind of that maslow's hierarchy of needs of those that this fire has allowed us to become more domesticated civilized has kind of led us to innovation and creativity and it's all through the kind of this like need like it's need based things like the need to create the need to eat the need to stay warm it's also why the magician is holding a wand in the card one of the major arcana uh they are holding this wand they're holding the ace of wands up in the air the other things are out on the table but the, he's you know he excuse me they are holding the wand in the air as above so below they are literally like we start in the magician because we start in a body that's learning how to work the environment so and the ace of wands we are given this torch of fire right we're given this ember of fire and it's up to us to then use that fire it's a gift um it, it's a promethean gift it's a gift from the gods it is a thing that is going to allow us to do amazing things create an entire industrialized civilization if we can only figure out how to cultivate and control that flame because the thing about flames is that if they get out of control if they go fucking crazy it burns things down it has the power of both life and destruction and that's the key to the ace of wands we have 
been given the power to either burn ourselves apart and completely destroy everything, or we are given the power to create entire kingdoms. And the Ace of Wands is our first step into the Minor Arcana. It's our very first step. It starts with a spark. Um, what we do from there fucking matters. I have been playing, um, y'all are going to laugh at me. I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom, the Zelda video game, and there seem to be two different peoples who play this game. One hand, um, there are the people who are creating, like they have created the Korok space program. They are launching tiny little creatures up into the heavens. They are creating whole mech suits that with the push of a button can destroy some really big, bad, big bosses, like 20 seconds tops. Um, and then there's people like me who figured out early on how to glue a rock to a sword. And they're still, they're still, I was going to say they're still rocking it, which is the best accidental pun of 2023. Uh, but like they're rocking a sword with a, with a rock glued onto it, go in to fight things. And like, that's their, that's their big, that's, that's their plan. So there's two different kinds of people. And that's the ace of wands. Like what actually can you do when you can do anything. Now, there's nothing wrong with being the person who like glued the rock onto their sword and went to go fight the bad guy. There's nothing wrong with it. If it works, it works. And that's kind of the Ace of Wands theology here, right? It's if it works, it works. Um, so it, it encourages us to be as creative as possible to remind us that we all live in an open world game. We all live in an RPG game. We can do whatever the motherfucking fuck we want if only we could look at the possibilities. So the Ace of Wands is a spark. It's a possibility. It's a, hey, let me like really quick illuminate like um illuminate this room really quick and then and then turn off the light and like all of a sudden you see like how much excuse me you see how much you could actually like you could actually see you could actually do how much possibility there is so it's a very exciting thing and and, and with the ace of wands it gives us this power to create or destroy we are very powerful here we can also burn the flame out and not have any of it left and be kept in the dark, or we can figure out a way to keep it going. So the Ace of Wands and the whole journey of the Wands is kind of this ability to control, increase, and cultivate a flame that lasts. Whenever I tell people, whenever I'm teaching the Suit of Wands, specifically I teach using the Smith Rudder Weight deck, though this could probably, you could probably get like the same kind of like idea from other decks as well. But I always tell people because the suit of wands is also a suit of action of doing things, right? Fire is fast moving. It does things. It's it's a, your instinctive response. You know, a really good example of this would be like you're 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 put in a room with like four different things and nobody like an escape room, right? You're put in an escape room. They don't give you a lot of clear instructions. You just have to start looking around to get the fuck out of there. Um, you know, the ace of wands is is kind of like that. Like what are the people using the wands as? What function does each wand serve? For instance, in the Ace of Wands, it's a literal wand or a torch. In the Two of Wands, it's a walking stick and a doorway. In the Three of Wands, it's a walking stick and then a whole bunch of other like a person with a walking stick walking through that door. In the Four of Wands, it's they've made the wands into like a wedding arch. In the Five of Wands, they're using them as weapons. In the Six of Wands, they are banisters and flags and banners and, you know, things held high. In the Seven of Wands, we are building a gate. We are building defense with it. Um, it's a weapon and it's also a fence or a gate or a wall. In the... Um, 
eight of wands, there are arrows being shot. And the nine of wands, the arrows are in the ground, but you're using one of them as like a crutch or a walking, like you're leaning on it. It's a crutch for you. Um, and the ten of wands, it's all of these things that you have to carry. It's your responsibilities. It's all of these sticks that are yours. You're going to pick them up and you're going to move somewhere else with them. So in all of these ways, the looking at what people are using the wands for gives us a lot of idea about how we're being kind of called to work with the fire. How big can we make this fire in the ten of, you know, the... Ten of Wands would be a huge giant bonfire. Some of them could be like cooking. It's all different ways of using fire and what that fire can do for us, how it can move us forward, how it can hurt us or burn us or lead us or heal us or guide us or keep us warm and safe, um, protect us even. So it has so many different uses and it all starts in this Ace of Wands. To pull this in a reading, it's an opportunity. It's a spark of creativity. It's a, oh, I've decided I want to learn to draw. It's a oh, hey, what if I did things differently? It's a, oh, hey, what do I actually need? What need of mine right now is not being met. If like you're like feeling like you're, you've hit a wall and you don't know what to do and you're really like just anxious because you're bored and you're scared and things suck and you pull the ace of wands and you're like, fucking okay, what's it mean? It's saying, hey, what do you need right now? What is in your Maslow's hierarchy of needs? And I have not explained Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So let me take a second, 15 minutes into this podcast to do that. Sorry, I suck. Um, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a concept in um, psychology that humans cannot start to branch out into things like intuition and and creation and and working with society until their immediate needs are met. Some of those immediate needs are food, water, shelter, home, um, protection, clothes, you know, so when you're dealing with like with educational psychology or psychology in general, like when, when you're teaching and you've got a child who is not able to sit still or not able to learn or they're failing their tests, rather than being like, oh, that child is stupid or that child is not smart or that child needs to be held back. You need to actually look at it differently and be like, what needs of this child are not being met? Are they not getting enough sleep? Are they thirsty? Do they need to pee? Do they need to go to the bathroom? Do they need to move around a bit? Are they too constrained? Is something wrong at home? Like, are their parents not there? Is it not a safe environment to learn homework? You know, are do they have other things that they're doing that's keeping them from being able to do homework rather than just being like, oh, they're not smart. They must not understand math. Let's hold them back. It, it, it's a call to look at things differently. So when we get that ace of wands, it may not be like, oh, creativity, possibility, just do more. You're not looking at it the right way. It's also kind of this nod of, hey, this is a really good chance for you to look at your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Are you eating enough? Are you drinking enough? Are you getting outside enough? Do you feel really sad and tired? Are you getting enough sleep? Look at what you've got. Are you in a place or an environment that makes you feel in some way emotionally, spiritually, or physically not safe or not well? Um, does your job make you feel that way? Is that why you're hitting like a wall? Does it mean you're supposed to still be here? Does this relationship not meet your basic human needs of feeling safe in a relationship? These are all things that those suit of wands can come up for. It's not just fun, creativity, all of that. It's also like, hey, what are your instinctual primal needs as a human? Are they being met? And the ace of wands really kind of introduces us to those concepts of things, right? Hey, like, how are your Maslow's hierarchy of needs? What's your creativity like? How's sex? You know, what are you feeling blocked on? Where are you creative, creatively feeling not so great? Where are you even like, like health-wise? Where are, where are you with that? Like, are you feeling like just like really low energy? How could you work with that? How can you cultivate and make this flame bigger? Oh, you have this desire to do something and it seems really intimidating. That's okay. You don't have to take a match and turn it into a bonfire. You have to build up the bonfire first. How, what are the steps for that? So the Ace of Wands is not just this like 
magic fueled sex romp where you also somehow have to be like creative at the maximum it's also just like kind of this like reminder that at the end of the day we are very much human and have human needs that we need to meet um i need to exercise before we can before we can even be creative before we can sit down and draw we have to have eaten and slept and been safe and clean and have our laundry done like there are just so many things and the ace of wands does a really good job of this of being like yes you have so much to give the world yes this is a gift but what are your needs right now how are they um i have like a checklist in my phone because i have adhd so i very and and cptsd so i very rarely like meet all of my needs very well like i will literally just forget to eat or i will forget to drink and i have a history of disordered eating so that's a problem um and so i have to like be really good so i have like a checklist in my phone when i start to feel really anxious or frazzled or sick of things of like okay did you did you eat have you eaten vegetables and fruits or have you literally just eaten bread and cheese like not that there's anything wrong with living on bread and cheese i would do it forever but also like my body does need like a spinach every once in a while um or like have you drink enough water like no one glass of water per day is not enough water no coffee does not count as water no neither does the diet coke that you had nine of like reminding me that like i am a human who has human needs and if i'm not meeting those things like is my environment a mess like is my bedroom messy would it make me feel better to clean that room right now or would it make me feel better on my maslow's higher or is my need for rest higher than my need for like an organized environment so all of those things highly encourage you to look into the Maslow's hierarchy of needs when you're looking into the suit of wands and what that could mean um, in regards to our ability to create, to travel, to be expressive, to be in a relationship, to feel safe doing certain things. Like it really does start with our instinctive and primal needs as humans. Okay. Um, as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I climb a mountain, bring you fire and then um, am cursed forever to have my eyes pecked out by crows. Pretty sure that's how Prometheus meets his end. It's either that or he has to carry a big boulder up a hill over and over and over and over again. <clears throat> it's one of those two things. Um, it's the collective reading. The collective reading this week is the reverse Knight of Swords, which is very interesting because I just talked about this for a collective reading on a podcast I interviewed with. Hi, Liz. How you doing? Um, so we've got the and I shuffled very well. Please understand. I shuffled that bitch like crazy and this card still popped up out popped up out at the reverse that sentence made almost zero sense but i think you guys can like catch my vibes um the reverse knight of swords here in regards to a collective reading is we are living in a time with a lot of chaotic change sometimes fighting it like that's not me saying like let me let me rephrase because some people could misconstrue what I'm saying. Sometimes the best thing we can do is rather than fighting, 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 fighting is to kind of like allow ourselves to adapt to a situation. That's not me saying ignore it. That is me saying like rather than being like this can't be happening, this can't be happening, this can't be happening, being like, OK, it's happening. So how do I adapt? What are the next steps in that process? That's not saying ignore it. That's not saying don't do something about it. That is saying, OK, deep breath what are the next steps? Like it's, it's very much about like kind of acceptance. And this can come up in a lot of ways. It can come up on a big macrocosm scale of the fucking environment we're living in. It can also talk like politically. It can also talk about like little things like in your house, like, okay, your kid's throwing up and now you don't feel good. And you're feeling like this pressure to do dishes and do whatever else. Nope. Now you're, now we're all resting. You don't like, it is okay. Sometimes like 
to just go with the flow. Oh, like Evie, Evie humbles me this way all the time. I'll be like, okay, Evie, it's time to, uh, we're going to go, we need to like have dinner before bath. And Evie will be like, no bath now. And I'm like, no dinner first. And she's like, no mama bath now. And then I stop and I'm like, what am I actually saying no to an order? Because an order that I have created, because I feel like it's the right order. Does it really matter in the grand scheme of things if my kid takes a bath before dinner, if we're going to take a bath anyway after dinner? No, it like genuinely does not matter. So letting go of control in that situation actually makes us both feel empowered because it gives me a peaceful night. I'm not arguing with a two-year-old about something and she's still getting her bath. We're still going to have dinner and she might even go to bed earlier because we don't have to do bath after dinner. Um, so it like, it can be like something as simple as that. It's choosing our battles. What are we going to give? What are we going to go with the flow with so that we can be better prepared energetically to fight later, fight those battles we need to fight. I think that's what I want to say. Okay. Um, I was going to say something. I don't remember. If you like this podcast, <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast, please consider rating, subscribing, and reviewing. It gets our episode out to it basically like bumps it up and whatever algorithm podcasts rely on. But also you don't have to if you don't want to. Once we hit 300 reviews, I'm going to make Ian DePriest. You heard me, Ian, if you're listening to this. This is the first time you're hearing about it. Videotape me and Gabe throw pie at each other. And then that'll be a pie war. Um, I think we are at like 130 some 230 something reviews between Apple and Spotify. So that's like 70 to 80 reviews to go. I'm bad at math. Don't quote me on that. Um, but before Gabe and I have a pie war, which you know what? If you don't review, that is one step. I Then I don't have to buy pie or make you come over and film it. So it's whatever you guys want to do with that. I'm so bad at like having, I'm so bad at asking people to rate or subscribe the podcast. I'm also like, quite frankly, afraid of some of you and I love you. I'm afraid of you. I respect you. All right. Um, Gabe, edit any of that out. That didn't make sense. Bye.